I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Have you seen this uh, series called Explained on Netflix? In one of the episodes, it's an episode on time. And this is where the inspiration for this episode of Smarter with Sid comes from. Let's begin with a very weird anecdote this time around. There was a guy who went into a cave around New Year's time to spend an entire week inside a cave and to try and figure out what happens when all perceptions of how time is flowing are actually taken away from a man or a woman uh, who is inside this cave. And this guy kind of settled into a circadian rhythm, which was more or less meaning that he was sleeping for the required eight hours and he was awake for the rest of the time. And so therefore, his time was managed by his body. But the funny thing is, this person lost all aspect of calendar time, which meant that he lost sense of days and months and he actually came out a few more days later than what he thought was January 1. So, while he retained the day-to-day time within the body, which meant day and night, because it was already programmed within each and every cell of his body, the uh, calendar time was completely lost. That's is what I want to find out in today's episode of Smarter with Sid. Can we manage time differently? Actually, what I realized was the way in which we are managing time is so totally dependent upon so many different things. First of all, it starts off with culture. Now, if you belong to uh, the linear time management structure, which most business environments are in, we are forcing ourselves to think like maybe North Americans do or Northern European countries do, which is, you know, follow one task over the other and, and stuff like that. There is another time management perspective, which is the multi-time management perspective, which means uh, focus on happiness and how time is contributing to the overall happiness index in your life, which happens in, let's say, Southern European countries. And then there is the cyclical time management perspective, which says that time is never wasted. Everything is cyclical, like seasons, etc. And so therefore, you know, you have a very limited way in which you can manage time. This perspective does shape the way in which cultures behave in Japan, China, and a lot of Asia. So a lot of it has got to do with culture. Then it also depends upon your personality. The way in which you are You know, are you a nocturnal person? Are you a day person? Are you somebody who gets energized by focusing on many things at one time or just one thing at one time and the rest of it? And most of us, what I realized, my aha moment was that we tend not to consider any of these things when we start trying to manage our calendars, manage our times, manage our meetings and the rest of it. So is there a better way in which we can do this? I've always been interested in managing my time better because I used to think that if I manage my time better, I'll be able to manage my life better. I'll be able to produce better results for myself and all the stuff that is important for me. And so therefore, I started looking at time management and the most important framework that has helped me so far till very recently, and I'll talk about my recent aha moment a little more uh, later, was the Stephen Covey uh, four, uh, four action framework, which was You know, there are some tasks which are urgent and important. There are some tasks which are only urgent. There are some tasks which are only important. There are some tasks which are time suckers or nice to haves. And I think the most important thing is for you to be aware of which activity falls in which quadrant and then 
deciding on prioritizing activities which are you know important um which normally get sacrificed for the urgent or the nice to haves and i used to like that uh, sort of management and i still do it i still do it but i've realized that that is not enough because if i look at it from a really philosophical perspective time management is managing an abstract thing which may or may not necessarily be there and i realized that whatever i might do for time management i'm not suddenly going to be a very different person from my cultural roots and my personality roots to suddenly start achieving super normal results for a sustained period of time <laughs> so then what do i do so what i have to do is give up this you know completely and look at energy management instead and that was my aha moment and so i started looking at energy as a very vital factor as to you know how i can achieve maximum results from whatever i'm doing and the more i delved into it the more surprised i got for instance what i realized was that all of us have only about 3 to 5 hours of optimum energy or maximum energy wherein we um, normally do uh, a lot of work in and the rest of it is either a tapering up or a tapering down now if i know that there are 3 to 5 hours that i can actually focus my energy on then which tasks will i choose to actually do in that time period and what is that time period so for me the time period is uh, late morning uh, and uh, maybe a little bit in the late afternoon other time periods are not so you know effective or efficient is there a way in which i can structure my timetable the way in which i'm managing time based upon the energy that i have got and i realized that by just making this change making this flip it has helped me with tremendously different results for instance now i know that the most creative pieces that i really cherish and what i want to do the preparation for a class for instance or the preparation of any content that i'm doing including this podcast has to be in times of high energy and productivity because that is when you know the best of me will come through and the other times i need to actually manage for doing you know those uh, pieces of work which need to be done which are routinized and the rest of it now you might argue and say hey that's all okay for somebody who is kind of self employed but how about somebody who is working to somebody else's rhythm an organization's rhythm or a boss's rhythm and the rest of it and yes it does become more difficult but it becomes way easier if you are aware of the way in which you uh, your energy is uh, manifesting and you are able to communicate that absolutely wonderfully to your boss and to your team and the rest of it and you will find that just by communicating this you might actually end up giving them an aha moment as well and allow for better results not just for you but for your boss and for your team and that can be a tremendous win for all i'm also beginning to question this whole idea of balance and it has been a central uh, defining feature for me to have a balance between you know work life relationships health wealth etc and that is the way in which i was subconsciously doing things but by just being aware of the fact that i require balance in order to be happy has helped me manage my time better too and sometimes i do understand that if you are passionate then you go out of balance but then being aware of the fact that i am dealing in passion and so therefore balance doesn't really count when i'm dealing in passion 
it suddenly makes things better. I think overall, if I take a step back, I understand that just by being aware of the difference between passion and balance, I'm tending to work towards passion and not balance a lot of more times. And secondly, I, even in those times when I'm trying to achieve a perfect balance, I'm doing so with complete level of awareness. So to conclude, and by no means is this my final word on the subject or anybody's final word on the subject. I'm trying to manage my energy nowadays much more than what I'm trying to manage my time. Of course, I have to appear on a lecture uh, at at the appointed time or I have to do a few things like all of us at the, you know, appropriate uh, sort of uh, time in, in from a calendar perspective as well as a time perspective. But bringing a level of awareness that allows me to connect to my energy and understanding the amount of energy I have at my disposal also allows me to deliver on that specific task or that particular event in a much better way. So, I'm going to include energy management in addition to calendar time management as a practical solution that will make me at least 1% better in this aspect. And I thought I'll share that with you because Smart Earth said is all about all of us getting smarter with a few little things that you can learn from going down deep into first principles. I hope you like this particular episode of Smarter with Sid. And hey, I'm the traveling professor. Do connect with me on LinkedIn or on Instagram or whenever your energy and time is connected to my energy and time. On that happy note then, see you next week.